listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. One. Win championships, you've got to have a championship organization. Rexa, what a pass to Anders. McCain follows. Toyin Branch fires, he converts. Rhymes again. Tough shot. Pull up three in transition for Angela Harris. Jerome says not tonight, not in Houston. And welcome to another episode of Pod Slamma Jammer presented by Clutch City Control Room, your home for all things Houston Hoops. I'm one of your hosts, Tamer Knight, and you can find me on Twitter at T Knight Sports. And I'm your second host, Justin Barbosa, and you can find me on Twitter at jbarbosa underscore 95. And be sure to follow the official Clutch City Control Room account at Clutch City CR, as well as hitting the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. Hey, man, Justin, it's been a while since we were last here. A lot has changed, particularly in college basketball. For our Houston Cougars, if we're being even more Pacific, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Just been uh, steady working, doing the broadcasting and play-by-play. What have, you been, what have you been up to, Tamer? I am currently in the process of trying to obtain a job opportunity inside of the broadcasting journalism room full-time so if you're out there and you're listening and you know a place for me please do not hesitate to ask or email me or contact me on twitter but i know this is not about that right now um like i said a lot has changed since we were last here we now know that college basketball starts on november 25th 2020 how do you feel about that justin feels pretty good we can finally get away from the preseason talk and finally get ready for the regular season. And also we can also throw away the bubble talk because it seems like the men's team and the women's team will be back home at Fertitta Center with a little bit of fans. It's been so much uncertainty. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, I keep up with UH Twitter miraculously. And I saw one tweet that said that fans have bullied UH athletics into letting them come inside the Petita Center this season. Not sure if that's true. Whatever the case may be, I'm sure men's and women's basketball will really appreciate having whether it's 25% or 100% there, just having a fan base there to kind of get them through this weird season because it is indeed weird. And I agree. And but 25%, I calculated it was probably about like 1,775 fans that would be allowed approximately. I mean, even if it's just a little bit of fans, I think it'll be a lot different from football since Fertitta Center is more enclosed and compacted. So I think it'll get, still get plenty of noise when the wow. season starts. I think um, 1,000 or whatever big number you just used, I think that might be a little bit too many people considering that the Petita Center is so much smaller. And then you have to remember they have floor seats and things of that such, but will they even be selling those types of tickets this year? Because, I mean, a floor seat, you're on the floor with the players, the coaches, and athletic staffs. I just, I don't know, I'm very uncertain and I'm very worried or anxious, I should say, not worried, more so anxious to see how this all pl- all plays out. 
And I agree with you. Uh, I believe the floor seats and also the student standing only seats at the very bottom, I think those are all going to be off limits this season. So it's going to be really interesting what happens. So no students in the cage this season. For the first time in three years since the Petita Center has been open, there will be no students in the cage. I don't know how our athletes are going to feel about that. It's just going to be uh, something they have to get used to. I mean, whatever we have to do in this new normal, but hey, we're, we're ready for some Cougar basketball and let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I heard Coach Kelvin Sampson say in a media availability that, you know, he's just excited to be able to play basketball. And he's certain that his players feel the same. They're hungry and they're anxious to see. Speaking of being hungry, we now have the official non-conference schedule for men's and women's basketball. Justin, if you want to go ahead and let our listeners know what that schedule is going to look like for the men's team, and I'll tell them all about the women's side. So for the non-conference schedule so far, in just regular games that doesn't involve tournaments, U of H actually opens up against Lamar on November 25th at Fertitta Center, and then they'll travel up, I believe, to Fort Worth, at Dickey's Arena and will play probably a huge marquee, marquee in-state game against Texas Tech on November 29th and then against Louisiana Lafayette on December 15th and will go on the road to Alabama to play the Crimson Tide on December 19th. On the women's side, they take on Oklahoma on November 25th at Oklahoma. They take on Auburn on December 5th at the Fertitta Center. Then they head over to Allerton for UT Allerton on December 8th. And then they're back at home to see SFA inside the Fertitta Center on December 11th. So, I mean, let's talk about some of the competition that we are gonna see in this non-conference you know, schedule. I must add, Coach Sampson also mentioned recently in his media availability that you know, October and November's is the months that you use to kind of build your basketball team and your program and he mentioned that with COVID it has been very hard especially um, having to eliminate that exhibition game because of coronavirus and so he said you know you can only scrimmage so much and there's only so many plays that you can guys you guys can kind of run on each other um, to tell you know if you're good or if you're not good. He said, you know, he kind of needs those scout reports from the exhibition games um, just to let him know where his pro program is as a whole prior to the conference starting. It's definitely tough because you really want to get that team chemistry going, really have that team building onto the beginning of the season. And with COVID, I'm sure players have to be separated in different training sites, different sections and different groups just to get ready for the season. The good news is they do get to have a non-conference season because I know before we got an official start date and all of these things, we were unsure if they were gonna be able to participate in any non-conference games. And that's just going for the whole NCAA. So it's great to see that they have this schedule up. And my biggest prayer is that the same thing does not happen to basketball that happens to football. I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but you know, it took a long time for football, UH football, I should say in particular to get started because they canceled so many of those non-conference games. And so like 
Coach Sampson said, like, you know, we need these games prior to conference just to kind of get into the rhythm of how they should be playing for the season. Yeah, and that would be the not ideal situation because the football team took about five, actually five, six weeks just to get the season started. And, you know, that definitely disrupted, you know, momentum and any kind of production to get, you know, into game shape going into the season. All right, Justin. So who are you picking, Lamar or, or Houston, November 25th, inside the Partita Center? I believe that's going to be an easy win for Houston. I don't think Lamar is that good, you know, especially Whoa, being uh, more lower school. <laughs> <laughs> so raw. <laughs> I don't think they're that good, period. That's exactly <laughs> what you just said. I mean, I'm going to have to go with the home team just because, you know, I, I know the potential that U of H has. But also, you know, U of H also have started, they're starting with, I should say, starting with a pretty much brand new team. You know, they're going to be without Fabian. I think Dejon Jabril, Caleb Mills, um, Bryson Gresham. Those are going to be some of the t- players that are going to be returning this season. But I think for the most part, everyone else is going to be brand spanking new. I agree. You got the newcomers and the new signees that just signed today with uh, Javion Francis, Robbie Armbrester, and then really the high-key uh, recruit, Tremont Mark, coming onto the team today. I think those guys will really help out for this season. I haven't heard much about these players, but I'm like I said, I'm eager to see how Coach Sampson and his staff kind of gelled them with the players that's kind of been here already and to mold them into a a dominating team because in the polls, uh, preseason polls, and Caleb Mills is actually the American Athletic Conference preseason player. So, you know, they told me that they didn't tell me, but they said in the media availability that mm, that doesn't really matter. So I'm anxious to see how these new players gel with the players that are veterans and, you know, how Coach Sampson and his staff kind of puts that together for UH men's basketball. I'll go ahead and say that for the women's side against Oklahoma, I think we seen this matchup last year. And if I'm correct, I believe we seen this matchup either last year or the year before that. And U of H fell short. However, um, they too are starting with a pretty much not a new roster, but a lot of new players uh, and a lot of key players. Because if you remember me saying in the first couple of episodes, um, they lost Dorian Branch. Uh, Jasmine Harris is no longer a part of the team. So they were kind of short last season. And so this year they have too many players, I think to the point that one player, they had to cut her and make her a manager just so she can travel and be on the bench with them this season. So my biggest wish for them is that this year they will overcome University of Oklahoma and that non-conference matchup on November 25th, but it will be hard because they're going to be in Oklahoma. Yeah, I remember a few weeks back, I remember Andy spoke with Coach Huey about Layla Blair and comparing her to one of the UH greats. Yeah, Layla Blair is going to be someone that, you know, we have to – look out for she scored 60 points in her high school games and she was a real threat so having her at u of h alongside taylor purvis purvis is actually from my neck of the woods if that if that's what you call it um she graduated from hightower high school which is 
right across the street from me because you know I went to Bridgepoint High School and so I was I'm kind of excited to see her um you know bring her bring her basketball dreams to the University of Houston coach Huey coach Ty Dillard um they all just had so many positive positive things to say about Purvis and so I'm just excited to see what both teams can do I mean men's and women's um despite the circumstances I know they're going to be very excited to, to play so I'm I'm just ready to see how they're going to actually produce and yeah we can finally move on from last season since both teams runs were ended prematurely due to the pandemic and now we can finally get back into the swing again you know in this new normal and just happy to have basketball back in our lives once again Basketball's back. Football's going on. <laughs> NBA basketball is going to be back here shortly. It's a lot of basketball. It's a lot of things are very weird in this time of day. And if you've been tuning into our podcast um, weekly or bi-weekly, however you decide to listen to Possibly Majama, we just want to show you and not even just show you, but say thank you for bearing with us. You know, it's been kind of hard to come up with content considering we're in the preseason, but not only were we in preseason, we never knew when the actual season would get to start. So from my, from, from, on my behalf, I just want to say thank you guys for rocking out with us. Um, now we can actually talk basketball and not predictions or what do we think? What do you say, Justin? Absolutely. We'll be back soon, especially in a couple of weeks with the first game where we'll be bringing you recaps, everything, and all that all this season on Pod Slamma Jamma. Coming right up in our final segment, we talk about the Cougars and the AP preseason poll and John Feinstein versus UH fans. And also we'll talk about all the odds on the Houston men's basketball team coming right up on Pod Slamma Jamma. Welcome back, y'all, to the final segment of Pod Slamma Jamma. I'm Tamer Knight, and I'm joined by my co-host here, Justin Barbosa. Justin, before we get into any more basketball, I just have to bring it to our fans' attention because I thought it was pretty humorous. I mean, I could be pretty lame for this, but it has to be... Before we hop back into the game of basketball, we have to highlight a couple players on the men's basketball team. This has to be the ultimate tongue twister or the ultimate hardest thing to do, especially in the heat of the moment. You know, you know, when in the heat of the moment when you're in the paint and like somebody's trying to get the rebound and you don't know who it is because you're moving too fast or you think you're too quick. And it's like, Bryshawn, <laughs> Kion, <laughs> Kyron, Bryshawn, and um and Tremon. Tremon, <laughs> like it's it's see, Tremon is so many Jawan, like that is so I and Cameron is so is so many Rons or Ons on this team. And for me, I just find that very humorous. Um, just because I know it's 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 a tongue twister when they're they're in the gym, and I'm pretty sure, um, not even just Coach Sampson, but you know all of the coaches that's probably called Traymon, Jawan, or or Kyron, Jawan, like just something of that sort. And if you're listening to this, any of you that's on the basketball team, and this has happened, please tweet us, email us, just let us know that I'm not tripping because when I was listening to the media availability. I thought this was so funny. 
me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You know, Kelvin Sampson probably gets mixed up in practices or drills and stuff because there's just so many ons. That's hilarious. I wonder, did they notice that after the recruiting process or if that's still a thought in their head till this day? I wouldn't doubt it. But enough about Tyron, Bryson, Cameron, Joan, Dejon, <laughs> and back to basketball, the main reason why we're here. Justin, what's on your mind? So a lot of UH fans were getting into it with an AP poll voter with the name of John Feinstein, who didn't rank the UH basketball team at all on the men's side. And a lot of UH fans took it personal and started tweeting at this guy so much that this guy literally quit from the AP poll voting and, and said, quote, congratulations, Houston fans. You were the last straw. While I 100% believe the AP should be published each voter's ballot every week, I've decided after voting for 23 years, I no longer need the kind of abuse directed at me over a basketball poll. Oh, <laughs> I think that's kind of over-exaggerated because what do you expect from some fans, you know, if you're not going to put them over on the AP poll? Well, it sounds to me like he made a couple mistakes, um, not just with U of H. I feel like he's probably been attacked by multiple other schools if he said, you know, U of H fans, you guys took the final straw. Sounds to me like he's he's been here before. He's made this mistake before. But I have to add, um, during media availability for Coach this week, you know, they asked him about this and he hadn't heard about it until the person from the media outlet asked. And, you know, he said, it's hard. You know, if he was in John Fornstein's shoes and he had to rank, you know, all of these basketball play, um, teams, he said it's hard because you try to just think of the top 10, even though it's top 20, you know, even just thinking of the top 10 is kind of hard because there's so many other talented basketball programs inside of the NCAA. And I think the, the main thing that really got us, you know, U of H fans riled up, the reason he didn't put the Cougars in the AP poll was because of what Kelvin Sampson did at past schools, you know, years ago. And I think that's kind of a petty reason to not put, you know, U of H in the poll, especially with how well the team has done in the last few years. And whatever Sampson did back then, you know, means nothing now. And for not for him to not put Houston in the poll just for that, I think it's kind of wrong. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it. We've had an opportunity to talk to Kelvin Sampson today. Another opportunity to talk to Quentin Grimes and Caleb Mills and Bryson Gresham. They all said they could care less about the polls. So who's really raving about these polls? Is it the teams or is it more so the fans? Because they all told me we could care less. We have more work to do. You know, our main focus right now is what's going on inside of our gym and make, making sure that we come out and prove ourselves because there's always another team trying to knock us off. And I agree because that's really what this team wants to do each season. They don't care about the rankings. They want to get the job done during the season, make it to the conference title game, win the conference make it to the tournament and try to make a run at the national title. And I think it's really more, you know, for the fans, since U of H has gotten really good again these past two years and, you know, expect it long-term, 
I think the fans, you know, just want a little bit of respect, you know, in the polls. But again, here we go. We're acting like, you know, U of H hasn't been ranked already four years in a row. So it's not like this is the first time that U of H has been ranked within the last couple of years. So, you know, I mean, I can see where the frustration could come from the from from the fans. However, I mean, this is reoccurring. I mean, I feel like as long as Kelvin Sampson is still the head coach at University of Houston, I feel like this team is going to continue to reproduce. They're going to continue to be ranked. They're going to continue to exceed all of the expectations because, again, this is a team that he started from the complete bottom, you know, and he revised it and he reworked it and he recruited and so he got it to a point where not only was he comfortable, but he was comfortable enough to, you know, just think longevity. You know what I mean? Like the evolution of UH men's basketball within the last four, four, four or five years since he's been here. It's been tremendous, man. I absolutely agree. You know, he's in it for the long run and we're all here for it. And just hope his success continues for the next many years. I mean, he even went on to talk about how he made noise at Oklahoma. You know, he was he was ranked there. He was good there. And so for him, it's like, this is nothing new to me. You know, I've been doing this. You guys are just now starting to catch on. I mean, that's the vibe that I got from it. What about you? Absolutely. It's all about, you know, the winning culture, the team bonding, just trying to make the U of H a family and competitive every year. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's like, like we said, um, we, we are, we are excited to not only watch men's basketball, but also women's basketball at U of H. Um, again, these are both two primarily new teams um, under two great coaches. So we have a non-conference schedule. We already talked about that a little bit. We still are walking on eggshells or walking on water with the announcement for the, you know, conference schedule. But again, you know, just excited to be able to even say like, we have our first game that we're going to talk about on November 25th. It's been a really, really long time coming. And I can't wait for it because I can't wait to talk about the recaps of the game and how they're doing during the season, just ready to talk some basketball. and I'm ready to see who who's the most accurate because in the very first or what, what first or two, one or two ep- episodes, me, you, and Andy, we kind of, you know, gambled or not even gambled. We feuded over who we thought was going to have the biggest impact this season. And, you know, I think we all might be wrong because there's so many new players and you got Fabian out for the season. Um, you know, and Dejon DeRose kind of stepping up as the leader, as Caleb Mills mentioned earlier in media, um, he said that Dejon DeRose is the, 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 the leader right now because he's one of the few guys that have been here the longest. So I'm just ready to see who was right and who was wrong and who's going to, you know, live up to see to fill our expectations because we were talking a big game about a couple of these guys, Caleb Mills, Quentin Grimes, Dejon Jarreau. I just want to see if they're going to live up to, you know, what we talked about. And we talked a lot about Dejon Jarreau having a bad season last year, but it appears to me, according to Caleb Mills and um, Kevin Sampson, that he's improved. And it's a good thing to hear because that's what you want from your senior guard to really lead the team and, you know, help the younger guys step up their game 
especially in the middle of the season. And also heard from Kelvin Sampson today a little bit about Tremont Mark, the new newcomer that's on the team, that when they have a practice, he's always showing up somewhere. Like, he's always showing up and producing. So we might hear a little bit of Tremont Mark this season. I And I predict he might be – you might have the Caleb Mills role from last year where he came off the bench and could be another scorer. And as we conclude this podcast, you know, we're just ready for some Cougar basketball or sorry, we haven't gotten back to y'all in a couple of weeks, but we're ready to get back on the road again and start talking some Cougar basketball on both men's and women's. The season's coming up and we're ready. And I like to add, you know, if you're listening to this or you are a frequent listener or you're listening for the first time, Whatever the circumstance may be, if you have any questions, comments, rebuttals, arguments, valid points, anything, please, please, please interact with us on Twitter. Tweet us. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what we said wrong. We're always open to communicating and conversing with our listeners and getting involved and engaged with you guys. Because we know, you know, these are our opinions and it's not scripted. This is just us, you know telling you what we think and how we're predicting the season to go for men's and women's basketball. So like I said, if you have any rebuttals, any arguments, any valid points, please tweet us. We gave you our handles at the very beginning of the episode. And, you know, that would just really help us out a lot, but also it will make it more fun to you for you to listen and listening to us. And once again, my Twitter handle is Justin Barbosa at J Barbosa underscore 95. And I'm T Night Sports. That's T K N I G H T Sports. Very easy. And, you know, if you enjoy listening to us talk UH basketball, like just tweet us. Let us know. If you disagree with us, like I can't express it enough. Just let us know what you're thinking and how you feel. Because, again, we want to interact with our friends and listeners. And also make sure to follow our other host, Andy Giannis at A Giannis underscore five. Oh, also and follow clutch city and since we're giving out shout outs we might as well ask you to also follow or interact with our domain page at clutch city control room that's going to be clutch c-l-u-t-c-h city c-i-t-y c-r that's going to do it for today's episode. So if you haven't already done so, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you appreciate the consistent digital and podcast breakdowns, analysts, speculations, guest voices, and camaraderie of our team, please consider clicking the link in the description. Check out one of our monthly Patreon subscription options. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to having you back for our next episode on Pie Summer Jamma, covering your University of Houston Cougars.